When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 314 of Optimal Living Advice with me, Greg Audino. Great to have you here today as we look to help out another one of your fellow listeners who has submitted one of their life's pressing questions. So today we're going to be taking a dive into attachment and how it can show up, especially when there might be a parent-child dynamic occurring in a romantic relationship. Our asker has found himself a little worried about that. So let's see if we can help him out. Time to get into this Q&A now as we optimize your life. My current girlfriend is eight years my senior. As you can imagine, there have been a lot of talks between a lot of people about the age difference, but there have also been talks about me being less mature than her. No one has said that outright, but it seems like something that is expected because she is a bit older than me. Greg, I think this is the opposite. As a matter of fact, I feel that my girlfriend is overly attached to me in a way that sometimes makes her seem childish. I do admit that I find myself looking for her to lead the way sometimes, since she is more experienced than me, and I think that has me wondering if I'm just overthinking this. It definitely seems like she might be more attached to me than I am to her, but I also have a lot less dating experience, and I don't think I can really make a fair comparison. Is there a way to know that one person in the relationship is more involved than the other, or maybe just too involved? Okay, great question by you, Asker. Uh, I think it says a lot about you to be able to identify that you're sort of alone in this and in unfamiliar territory yet still trusting of your instincts enough to explore them and double down on them, even if they might not make sense to you or some of your other uh, support systems. So, yeah, great question sent in by someone who likely has a lot more maturity to bring to their relationship than they might think they do. So let's talk uh, about unhealthy attachment or insecure attachment in this case. Certainly it's been brought up here before, but it has been more descriptive in the past, and we haven't talked so much about concrete examples as to how it would show up specifically. Obviously, it can be hard to measure. You know, there can be a lot of factors to consider. But I'll start by saying that age or age difference is not one of those factors. The way we respond to distress in relationships often stays the same as it is instilled at a young age. And if it does change as we age, I think that change is more about the experiences that come with spending more time on this planet, rather than just aging enough to arrive at a new mindset, if that makes sense. So yeah, 
it's entirely possible for her to be having childlike responses to you, even if you think she'd be old enough not to, uh, or if you think she at least wouldn't be doing so with someone eight years younger than her. But if she's identified you as her caregiver on some subconscious level, then age would go out the window. You don't want to be confused for a parent, though. Caregiving in adult relationships between lovers should be much different than caregiving that we might receive from parents. But if there are those childlike tendencies, she might be having a hard time separating the two. But anyway, let's consider what that might look like. I think the first part to look out for would be excessive contact or resistance when you try to set boundaries. So if she's constantly overstepping and complaining or even shaming you for trying to adhere to boundaries that she doesn't agree with, that's a more childlike response. Maybe this means, you know, calling you at work after you've asked her not to, getting upset if something legitimate comes up that interrupts your plans with her, anything like that, really. Second, you might look for childlike behavior that's plain to see, uh, as funny as that might sound. So I'm talking about if she starts to physically replicate a child. So if she's in distress, you know, maybe pouting, stomping her feet, slamming doors, or crying seemingly on cue. Uh, Changing to a childlike voice would also be something to look for, whether or not she's in distress. So tone of voice, maybe using the baby voice or, or baby talk. Uh, I'd say more, but I think we're all starting to cringe just just thinking about that one. Next, uh, and we've talked about this a fair amount recently too, uh, including just last episode, uh, what are her other relationships like? That's a big question. What do you see in the people that she involves herself with, and how does she get along with them? Here you'd probably find that the majority of her relationships would be unhealthy in some way uh, that's reminiscent of a child, right? Like maybe founded on neediness or transaction, or that she's displaying similar behaviors with other people. But of course, it's worth it to also consider who she's compatible with while she is compatible with them and what they're like. And then finally, I would consider not just her behavior towards you, but also what that behavior might say about her impression of you. So if she does have this unhealthy more childlike attachment towards you, then she's probably placed you in a position of power or idealization, putting you up on a pedestal, so to speak. And surely this can be really flattering in some instances, but she might be relying on you far too much when it comes to her peace of mind, and therefore unable to deal with it reasonably or without extreme emotion when you do something that's not what she would want like setting those boundaries, as we already mentioned. So in this way, it's not the type of care that you would really want in a healthy, thriving partnership. And look, whether it's your girlfriend or anyone else checking these boxes, behind all of this is a story of of sadness. I mean, we can't overlook that. It is unfortunate that normal adult relationships are not yet possible for people who have been conditioned to have these responses. and. While we can be sad for them and do what we can to help them or be cooperative, we don't have to do anything. We don't have to continue dating them if we don't want to, betting on their potential to get better. And it's important to remind yourself of this, especially as someone who has less experience with dating. You can, you can stay. 
you can stay and support your girlfriend if you'd like and help her work through this. But you can also say that that is too much to ask of you right now and acknowledge that neither of you might be the partner that the other one needs. And you can just take this lesson and move on from the relationship. So what I'm saying is that there's nothing you have to do in response to this episode and what you take from it. The only thing I would really recommend is staying aware of all these pieces and carefully considering them all before moving forward. Ultimately, this comes down to you and what you're comfortable with. My answer today might have sounded like a checklist, but that doesn't mean it's a rule book. If we waited around forever for someone who has no shortcomings, we would never find love because we would never uh, be willing to love someone for their shortcomings rather than in spite of their shortcomings. At the same time, though, you know, if we don't learn which shortcomings we're willing and able to work with from which ones we're not, then we'll find ourselves without much direction in our dating lives. And that's not a good outcome either, obviously. So consider what you've heard today, what sounds accurate versus what doesn't, what you would like to try embracing and communicating about versus what's too much, and go from there. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, and thank you so much to the asker for sending in this very important question today. I hope these guidelines were helpful to you and uh, that you can measure them against the specific behavior displayed by your girlfriend. It seems like your instincts are already in a really good place. And I trust that after doing some self-reflection in light of this episode, uh, you'll only sharpen them. And of course, I hope that you all enjoyed listening to this episode today, whether or not it is something that you found relatable. Though I think most of us have at least, at least one fellow adult in our lives who might display this type of behavior. It's not uncommon, um, nor is it uncommon to heal uh, from with the proper self-work, which is good news for all involved, of course. So if you have a question of your own you would like to send in and get help with, please do so by emailing me at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. We would love to hear from you, so don't be shy. And with that, take care, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you once more for being here, and I'll see you again next time, I hope. That's where your optimal life awaits. <laughs>